welcome to this week's episode of Board Meets World. We are your hosts. I'm Kyle. Sitting across the table from me is Steven. Hello. Yep. How you doing? Episode 14 of Boy Meets World titled The B-Team of Life. Yeah, The B-Team of Life. And uh, I'm just going to ask up front, what do you think about this episode? Uh, well, I paid a lot more attention to it than the one previous. Mm-hmm. So, But, uh, um, yeah, what did you think, though? It was good. Really? I enjoyed it more than the other one. Really? Yeah. Because I was going to say it was the B-Team of the the uh, the show. Really? Yeah. How so? This is not great. Why? Yeah. Will we get into it? Just kind of nothing. Nothing there for you? Nah. Maybe it's because you weren't the middle child. Oh, wait, you were, I weren't you? The oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe that's why you didn't. I forgot you had an older sister. Yeah. How's she doing? Me too. Like, I never see her anymore. Not me either. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's, she's out there. Must somewhere have got that from, from dad, huh? With my dad, yeah. yeah. I don't know where, where they're at. Those jeans are strong there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Those abandonment jeans. Um, yeah, I feel like Sean. Ooh. We're not we're not there yet, are we? Yeah, not quite. Not quite. We're getting there though. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we open this episode with Corey and Sean and Chris. I think is his name. I don't recall. Uh, Harrison. Is he? Has he been here before? I don't think he's the same kid. Okay. No. Um, that other one seemed like he had anger issues. This one seems pretty calm and chill. Mm. Got the really sweet haircut going on. Oh yeah. Big fan of the racer top. Mm. Uh, Racer head. Yeah. Well, yeah. David Lynch. Yeah. But. Yeah. Corey, his buddies, they're hanging out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for the list of basketball players who made the team, yep. who didn't, yep. who's on the, the second string. Yeah. Who's starters, a.k.a. the A team, yep. and who's the bench warmers, also known as the B team. Yeah. So they're waiting for the list to be posted. Yep. Um, while they're waiting, they're discussing uh, what is worse Making the B team or not, not making the team. Yep. Uh, making the B team, obviously, at least in their opinion. Because it's a tease, right? Sure. Because you're so close. Yeah, you're not on the court playing. Yeah, so far away, though. Yeah. Or what's worse, uh, making the B team or falling out of a helicopter and landing on the Empire State Building. <laughs> Eyeball first. Ouch. Yeah. I kind of missed that joke. Really? Yeah, because he, what he said after didn't really. I was like, why did he say that? That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But now it does. Anyways, continue. What did so, he say? He's like, well, throw me over the Empire State Building then. And oh, he okay. had like the the eye motion. Yeah, he's doing the yeah. doing a Naito. There's some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey needs the tranquilo. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that that made me chuckle a little a little bit. Um, I mean, there were some good jokes in this episode. I but can't. Um, these last two episodes, they've made a lot of. Um, Morbid jokes. Dying, killing. Yeah, impel yeah. my eyeball on the Empire State Building would be a better fate than making the second <laughs> string of sixth grade basketball. I don't know how you feel, but personally, I would probably take second string. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Can you imagine if this was baseball? Hmm. Yeah. Gosh, it wouldn't even have made it to a second season because Corey would have slid his wrist in the bathtub or something. <laughs> but he could. He could kind of tolerate <laughs> I'm basketball, glad I, though. I'm I'm kind of glad we see a reduction in sports given his mental health <laughs> especially in this episode uh so yeah the, the list gets posted uh we got uh Chris or whatever Harris uh A team Sean mm-hmm. A team Corey checks it out 
There's a typo. They they spelled A with a B. Yeah, a B team for old Corey Matthews. Uh, yeah, Sean's like, oh, maybe it's a typo. It's handwritten. Handwritten. <laughs> that was another good one. Yeah. Made me laugh. Uh, yeah, Corey's just horrified to see his name. Yeah. So close to a B. Minkus was actually quite happy about making. Although it's probably the first time his name has had a B next to it. If you know what I'm saying. Man, usually it's C plus. <laughs> Minkus, totally stoked. Yeah. He he can't wait to tell his pop. So, and then uh, the friends, uh, Sean and the the guy we can't quite recall. Yeah. Because it's his first visit here, and we'll just call him Harrison. It'll it'll be the last visit. Um. They're like, hey, it's all good, man. Uh, nothing's going to change. It's not like you're going to lose your friends or anything. And then they, As they back away quickly. Back away. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that launches us into our wonderful intro. Um, did you have any notes before we get to the next bit? Yeah, I feel like uh, they're once again trying to get the uh, get a third-person dynamic in there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it doesn't work. Yeah. So. Well, uh, yeah, at some point they finally realize that I think... These last few episodes, they seem to have already got there, but I guess they're like, well, let's give it one more try, I guess. Um, which, you know, I have heard they, were, they always wanted Corey to have two best friends, but it just never panned out. And that's why that one episode, Sean has a sister for one episode because he absorbed another character's lines. Cause, yeah. Right. It's confusing. Um, See, so yeah, after the intro... Love that intro. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. Thanks for the question. Previous episode from uh, a podcast about something. Uh, uh, did you ever play basketball, Stephen? Did I ever play basketball? Uh, not professionally. Okay, not on like a team or anything no, in school? No. I can see you doing the upward thing. You know what I'm talking about? Upward thing? Yeah, it was like the church league or whatever. Uh, no. No? Well, I didn't go to church. Oh. So there's that. Well, I'm sure they didn't either. They just played basketball. Yeah, any anything to get on the court, right? Right. Born <laughs> to ball. Uh, but no, I mean, I I played played by myself. Yeah, I always did pretty well hmm. <laughs> against myself. Against yourself on your own, like you're just making baskets. Like, wow, I'm really good, guy. <laughs> yeah. Talking to the air. <laughs> no, no defense. I'm pretty good. When I don't have someone to play against, I'm pretty damn good. Yeah, I could, I, I can murder at a horse. Yeah. Other than that, uh, yet in the running aspect and whatnot, not so much. I think you handled yourself uh, pretty decently when all of us played that one time. If I if I try, or I will only try if I somehow get into the the mindset of this is a competition because I, I will eventually take uh, a game seriously. Yes. <laughs> well, you got the you have the right. Uh, body proportions for it too like you got the long legs and the long arms mm-hmm. it's easy for you to maneuver where sure. if you're built like me it's a little hard for me to even dribble between my legs because mm-hmm. like i have no like surface area there like <laughs> or no distance yeah because if you're a big crotch yeah yeah <laughs> huge <laughs> no it's just like I'm, I'm stubby yeah yeah so did you play basketball i did i'm guessing In oh elementary like one time I was really bad at it. Uh, B string or? No, it was A. Oh. I never got the ball though. They wouldn't pass it to me. Oh. So you played in multiple games then? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Never score? Mm, no, I don't think I did. Did you ever, did you ever get to do a foul shot? No. Hmm. It's unfortunate. I never got the ball, man. I was just there. I was just there to take a space. Did you ever foul someone? Not that I remember. Hmm. Okay. I can never keep up with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Stubby little legs, man. Oh, uh, well. 
Yeah, uh, so after the intro, we uh, jump to the classroom, and the, uh, the agenda today is the evolution of mankind and a little bit about Darwin. Yeah. We see Minkus and Sean and some, some random girl being props to show, uh, you know. Modern man, the Neanderthal, yeah. and what came before that. Yeah, you get it. Uh, and Feeney is going on with his lesson here, and he hits a, hits a, hits a line. Yep. And, and what is that line? Crawling, uh, the most sub-form of human life, crawling out of the slime. And right then, Corey makes a, a poorly, or you might say, wonderfully timed entrance yeah. into the classroom. Oh, it was definitely timed. <laughs> but he comes in. It, it was pretty funny. The timing was perfect. Yeah, just great. Right after he says the lowest form of life crawls out of the slime, here comes Corey. He's like, hey, what I miss? Nah. And everyone uh, gets a huge pop, and yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Definitely good stuff. I and like then they it. go on about it, and Corey is just in his funk, you know? Yeah, he, he tells Feeney he's late because he was talking to the coach. He's trying to sort out this whole B-team, yeah. A-team situation. Turns yeah. out, not a mistake. No. He's he's not good enough. Yeah, and Feeney's like, okay, that's you know, that's, that is what it is, because survival of the fittest, natural selection, you know. It, it's dictated that Corey is not meant for the first string. Right. And um, would you say he pulled a little bit of reverse psychology on Corey and, like, motivating him or anything? Could be. That, or that? he could be trying to just tell him, like, look, some things, you know, you're going to be poorly suited for, like, say, being a starter on the basketball team, but mm-hmm. you might excel at something else. Where other people would falter that were the, on the A team. Yeah. But Corey seems to leave with the intentions of yeah. trying his best to, to get on the A team. What did he say? He was like something about the slime? I, I guess he was. It, he. Oh, God. How did he say it? I think he was saying he was going to like rise up out of the slime. Yeah, and I'm going to crawl up something. out of the slime and be something. Which is funny he says that mm-hmm. because I think his little slacker ass was hanging out in front of the classroom. Mm-hmm. And he was just waiting to come in. Because when Feeney talked about the slime, Corey was not in there. Yeah. And then he just comes in. Or it could come back to the thing where Corey is a little smarter than he lets on. So he already kind of knows this shit. Mm, maybe he read ahead. Yeah. Not likely. Well, I mean, he's got plenty of time. It's not like he can play basketball. Did I tell my <laughs> baseball story on here? I, I, I remember something about baseball, I want to say. because Or that could just be from the show because they mentioned baseball a lot. Yeah, well... But let's hear it again. I'm sure it's okay. great. Um, sorry if I've already told this story before, but um, I played baseball when I was younger, up until about, I'd say, Corey's age, 11. And um, I was always put in right field. This is a multiple-sport athlete over here. Oh, yeah. You can, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I always played right field, never deviated from that. That was my spot. And I took, I took pride in that. I was like, I'm a right fielder. You know, that's what I do. So, like, anytime somebody, I'd be like, yeah, I played baseball, I was right field, and everybody, like, okay, cool, cool, and then I finally get to, like, high school, and I'm just talking with this one kid, and he's, like, a baseball fanatic, mm-hmm. like, knows everything about the sport. He was like, okay, so what position did you play? And I was like, right field. Like, you said it loud and proud. Yeah, I was yeah. like, right field, yeah, this guy right here, <laughs> Dunn's getting hit over there to me, otherwise they're out. <laughs> and he, was like, <laughs> he was like, he just looks at me. And he has a grin on his face, but his eyes just just convey pity because he goes, that's where they put the worst player on the team. <laughs> well, I mean, is that true, or was he uh, maybe just breaking your balls? We're going to look it up. 
Okay. Later. Okay. Um, but for some reason, like, and this could just be my coping mechanism, I didn't really hear this or anything, but, like, I'm left-handed, right? Mm-hmm. And I bat left-handed. Yeah. And um, you like to have a left-handed batter because when they swing, they swing to the right. Mm-hmm. Meaning the ball goes to the right field, which, holy shit, I just solved my own problem. I don't have to look this up. They hit it to the right side because that's where they put the weakest player. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Kind of puts a hole in your theory, I think. Huh? Yep, never mind. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. Uh, survival of the fittest, I guess. Obviously. Lesson learned. I couldn't run a lap save my life. I wasn't very fit. <laughs> so at home, uh, Corey is... I never uh, said that either. Why they have you run laps in baseball, you, you do a sprint to a base. Why are we running laps? I, I, I never played, so I don't know what they do. It's just stupid. Continue. They run bases, I know that, but I yeah. don't know what they actually, uh, the training is. I never understood why we were signed up for that rather than, like, something that would do better with our Husky physiques, like football or... You guys never played football? No. Hmm. They wouldn't last too dangerous. Maybe it was a, yeah, a, a danger thing. But, you know, a flying ball coming at your face is totally safe. Yeah, especially when it's pitched to you. I mean, not that these kids are probably throwing it like a pro, but... No, they're trying to hit you because they can't throw straight because they're still learning. Well, I mean, uh, in the sense of it's probably not the same velocity as a pro, but but still, I mean, a baseball is probably going to hurt no matter the speed. Yeah, I've been hit in the face with a baseball twice in my life. Yeah. Well, once was a baseball, once was a baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) But... Uh, maybe that's a story too. Let's, yeah. let's let's go ahead and jump into that. You want you want to hear the oh, story? Yeah. Too? Okay. Um, so we didn't have a baseball, but we had a bat and a basketball. Okay. So they threw the basketball at me. I go to swing and hit the basketball, right? Sure. The force off the basketball hits the bat back to my face <laughs> and hits me in the eye. Uh, black eye. Yep. Nice. Yep. Um, two solid seasons of baseball. Like I started with a shiner. Mm-hmm. Very good, ma'am. Maybe that was uh, like, intimidating for the other team. Like, I'm, they're probably just like, no, we're going to hit it to that guy. <laughs> Should have been a bullseye. Clearly he can't catch. He's just but, getting in the yeah, face they of would, the ball. They would take team photos. Your mom would get them, and I had one where I actually had the black eye in it. You're always, like, turning your head so the good eye shows. Man, like, <laughs> I got one eye closed. I'm like, I can't see the ball. Anywho, back to the show. Uh, Corey goes home, and he's, he's turning to older brother Eric. Yep. Trying to help him uh, get through this whole B-string thing. Eric's a little preoccupied with his own uh, self-esteem issues here. He's, he's uh, yeah. pumping the iron. Yeah, scum, scum, <laughs> scum. <laughs> he's, he's, try, he's trying to get uh, all beefed up for the girls because all the seniors are taking the ladies and uh, no one in his grade will <laughs> hook up with them. Their cars and their muscles and their Burger King trainee hats. <laughs> Uh, so Corey's like, eh, obviously you're a little too busy to help me out. So he goes downstairs. He's trying to talk to mom. Mom's a little too busy as well. What's she up to? Baking cookies. Baking cookies. She's fucking sewing up dresses to make Morgan a princess. Um, doesn't really have time to listen to him either. The, the, the buzzer yeah. goes off. Got to take out the yeah, cookies. Got to catch Morgan before she burns her hands off in the oven and... As she runs out, uh, that's when Alan makes his entrance, and Corey attempts to tell him about the game as well. He wants to hear about it, but then they're interrupted. But before that, I do want to mention, I thought this joke was pretty good. 
all the uh, dressmaking uh, materials are laying on the table. You know, you got like boas and feathers and whatnot. (laughs) And Alan says, did you kill and eat a Vegas joker? (laughs) Okay. Like, I, uh, I thought it was like some kind of like... I couldn't really tell what he said. I heard showgirl mm-hmm. and kill, but I didn't hear the middle part. So that's actually really funny because, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, kill and eat and eat. Kill and eat a Vegas showgirl. Just fantastic. Uh, he had a, he had a lot of good lines in this, or at least two good lines in this episode. Yeah. He really needs like a uh, like a sound soundtrack for when he enters mm-hmm. the set. You know, like people cheer and stuff. Like, woo, yeah, Alan. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that. And anytime we're gonna mention Alan, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in. You should. Woo, yeah, Alan. <laughs> but yeah, after that wonderful line, he starts to get interrupted as well because Morgan runs in, Eric's running in. He's asking for money to get a car, which this. Yeah, thirty-six thousand dollars is what a Camaro went. Was a cor- was a Corvette or a Camaro? Uh, I want to say Vet. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Corvette, which are nice. I prefer them over Camaros, but sure. Yeah, Eric's trying to get thirty-six thousand dollars. <laughs> Alan's like, yeah, can you break fifty thousand for me? <laughs> yeah, sure. Can you break a fifty thousand? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Alan. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Like, yeah, can you break a fifty thousand? That's that's good shit. Um, Just the disgust on his face too. Like, get away from me. <laughs> Corey finally has enough of this bullshit being ignored. Yep. He starts going to this uh, very overactive play-by-play of his game. Yeah, like reenacting uh, it. Yeah, he's just calling out. He's like the announcer for the game, running up and down. He gets through these blockers, blah, blah, blah. He uh, gets a foul shot, ties up the game, gets the ball again, throws it, slow motion, gets the winning point for the game. And the family's like, holy shit, I wish we were there. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. Uh, Corey says, uh, yeah, I just made that up. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen. Yeah. Because I'm on the second string. Yeah, why a, didn't you tell us I'm that? I'm a loser. <laughs> and Eric's like, he told me, and they look at him like, why didn't you tell us that? Yeah. You're supposed to tell us what he says. That's why we have you sleeping in the same room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Corey's like, <sighs> made made the second string, and as the uh, s- uh, middle child, he feels like maybe he made the second string at life, too. Oh. And really sad, and yeah. goes up to his room. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Did that kill it for you? Yeah, brought me down. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, Corey's parents have a quick little talk in the kitchen, and they're trying to figure out uh, what went wrong here. Uh, They they accidentally had three kids, used to have two. It was easy. Now they're outnumbered. Yep. They got to double-team Corey and get to the bottom of this problem. Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh, why'd you make that face? What face? Why'd you make that sound with your voice? Which sound? The tone. What tone? Nasty tone. Nasty <laughs> tone. <laughs> I think you're just reading into things. Sorry. That's okay. All right. Yeah, so they come to the realization that they've kind of neglected the old middle child here, yep. being being Corey, if only uh, just during this week at least. Uh, or probably just this you episode. Know, five minutes just because they're perfect parents. So They are pretty good. So, yeah, they decide that they need to focus their attention on Corey and we'll see we'll see if that helps or not yeah so then we cut to um is it cory coming home 
Uh, we're going to school first, and okay. uh, Minkus is having a little uh, conversation with Corey about when the game the best. How great the game was, you know, just riding the bench, and we had the best seat in the house. It would only be better if we were actually in the game. Which got me thinking, like, do you think that some players that don't get to play, like reserve players and stuff, like they've actually got it really good, especially if they're fans of the game outside of you just playing it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you get front row seat. Yeah. You're getting paid to watch this game. Mm-hmm. And you get to work well, not at school, but yeah. yeah. And you're getting to hang out with these great players and stuff. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a bad gig to me. No. I mean, obviously they still have to do everything that they do, like training and whatnot. Yeah, but it's like there's no stress. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like... I not just a, not a lot of pressure of like, I got to fucking like, like win this game yeah. or whatever. I can kill any regular Joe in a in the sport. Mm-hmm. And I get to hang out with like the stars of this game. Yeah. I mean, I would do it if I was uh, athletic at all. Yeah. And... Um, Wanted to actually work out and train and this and that, but I don't. Because I mean, especially with football, if you, even if you don't play and you suck, no. you automatically got a shoehorn way into the wrestling. <laughs> uh, and Corey just isn't digging this conversation. He thinks Minkus is totally crazy for being all about, you know, all in on the second string. Like we don't play. Like what's the point? You know, right. I'd rather fall eyeball first on the Empire State Building myself. So painful. Corey says. I wouldn't know. I'm just assuming it's painful. <laughs> Corey, you, uh, did you ever have to take a back seat in your fam- like in the family? Uh, like when, when your brother was born or I don't have a brother. Oh. We're not we're not calling her that anymore. No. Oh. Um I mean I I'm sure it happened, but nothing to where I'm like bummed, I don't think. Because I probably preferred to be left alone anyways. Hmm. So maybe in the sense of uh presents or something (laughs) (laughs) that's got to be split up a little bit more things like that or even uh not even uh like super close relatives in the sense of a sibling but like uh cousins or whatever being born because i remember growing up i was like the center of attention you Mm -hmm. know because uh uncle and them didn't have kids yet so like spoil me yeah then they pop out some and it's like yeah here's like whatever you know yeah. Uh, we got our own now. We don't. We don't need your <laughs> your rental. We don't have to pretend you're our kid anymore. Interesting. Uh, what about yourself? I know you got a, a a little little bro. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, actually, the the whole backseat thing didn't happen until we were teenagers. Mm. So, like, we were treated pretty equally, you know, all the way up to that. And then after that, it was kind of like I had to work when I was of age, and then pay for my stuff. And I would get like, you know clothes here and there at the start of each school thing we both did that was cool and um but the thing is i never got to do anything like as far as like go to a concert or like get handouts on like clothing like 50 dollar clothing mall clothing my brother got all that mm-hmm. got to go to the concerts whenever he wanted when he was like 16 15 i think when he was 15 he went to the warp tour or something probably yeah i had to uh sneak out and say I was staying at a friend's house for the weekend to go to my first concert in Cincinnati. You poor child. Yeah. And God, Mom was pissed when she found out about that. How'd she find out? Hmm? I don't know. Accidentally, or you just... Well, uh, I think that snitch him. followed me up there mm. from school. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Check out uh, episode 13 to learn about the snitches. Yeah. No, that's it. All that's right. Good. So Corey's friends show up, and they uh, start showing him a uh, an old edition of a sports 
Illustrated magazine with an article on famous athletes who started out on the second string and became big old stars after a while. You know, uh, Tom Brady, like, was not, like, a premier draft pick, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he was, like, way on the bottom or something. Really? When he got picked, yeah. It seemed to work out for him. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And Corey thinks maybe this could work out for him, too. He could eventually be a great athlete, given time and a lucky break. Unfortunately, soon after, he finds out that the B team isn't allowed to go on the way games. <laughs> the coach was not sugarcoating it at all. <laughs> yeah. Like he comes in there and Corey's got the, you know, he's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, what's their what's their mascot thing? He's got the W on there, and he's like, "Matthew, what are you doing? Suited up? Yeah. B team don't go on away games." I feel there's a little, little. little. No, you feel nothing. Let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> Uh, watch the episode. You might know what I'm getting at. But I mean, that uh, was like, he's so stern. Like, just. Yeah, he's definitely like just disgusted yeah, just like, seeing uh, Corey in the uniform. You're on the B team, moron. What What do you think you're doing? You yeah, think I'm going to fly you out there with my own money just to let you warm the bench? Fly you out there? Yeah. I'm <laughs> on my bus. My magic school bus. Magic school bus. <laughs> Another great show. That's our next pod, Magic. Major school bus. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Corey bombed. He goes home, feeling super bombed. He, f- no one's home. Yeah, comes to an empty home. He he doesn't know where anyone's at. So he uh, kind of veges out, watches TV for yeah. a few I, hours. That's how I cope with things. Yeah, huh. just get my mind off stuff. You yeah, know? I don't want to think. I just want to watch somebody's heart get probed on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was seeing some interesting things on TV. Right. It sounded like. Then he gets a little hungry after a few hours. It's almost 7 o'clock, still not home. Uh, he's on a schedule. He's uh, <laughs> in sixth grade, I think he says. And he's like, I'm on a schedule. It's time to eat. And then, you know, soon after, I'm sure it's bedtime. So he, he sees out the window. Feeney is grilling out. Yeah, got a delicious barbecue-basted chicken on the grill. It's looking good. It does look good. Especially to a hungry 11-year-old boy that's had a rough day at school. Family's gone. He's only had chips. I mean, it's not looking good. So he gets a pretty, pretty wild plan here. He uh, he calls Feeney's home phone. <laughs> yeah. Feeney, here's the ring. Yeah. Runs inside. Corey hops the fence, grabs the chicken. Wait a minute. Did he grab it with his bare hands? He 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 no, uh, poked it with a fork. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, as he's hopping back over the fence. The worst thing in the world happens. That chicken goes face down into <laughs> face, a face down <laughs> into a garden bed because that chicken had a face. Went face down into a garden bed. I like that face down. I don't think it had a face. No. And then uh, he's like, "Oh shit!" He's like digging around in the garden. Feeney comes out. He sees the grill. It's empty. He's looking around like, "What the hell? Somebody stole a chicken? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> he's running around as he's coming back. Sees Corey down there playing in the garden. It's like, what the hell are you doing over there, kid? Yeah. That's what? how he says it, too. <laughs> He's mad by that chicken. He has his suspicions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, then this leads to uh, Corey learning that his whole family decided to go to his basketball game today. Right. Which apparently his whole family is a group of idiots, too, because they didn't know that the B team doesn't go to away games. <laughs> well, it took forever for them to even find out he was on the B team, so... They're not, they're not too on the up and up here. Not too concerned. Um, so then Corey is trying to convince Feeney that he needs to take him to the game because his family loves him. 
and he wants to be there for him being there for him. <laughs> and uh, he uh, offers uh, to buy Feeney some corn dogs. Yeah, a couple corn dogs. It's and, tempting, but yeah, I don't think Feeney's a corn dog guy. I can see him being a corn dog guy. Really? Yeah, an intelligent man has some simple tastes that he likes to indulge in periodically. <laughs> so he finally agrees to it. They take him to the game, and then we see the the uh, the Matthews family get home after the in, game in celebration. And boy, did Corey do great! He did. He scored six points. Luckily, he was there mm-hmm. because somehow yeah. three, three first-string players got fouled out of the game. I'm starting to think they don't have a very good basketball team to begin with. <laughs> Maybe the A team isn't really the A team yeah. either. Yeah. Although he did say they were ahead 31 points. The their team or the home team? Uh, Corey's team. Oh, I he, they... he was like, it doesn't matter that I had six points because we were already up 31 points, but oh, still. Oh, okay. I thought he said that like it didn't matter because the other team was already ahead 31 points. I mean, that's how I took it anyways, yeah. but uh, maybe he meant that. I'm not sure. Because that would be funnier to me. Yeah, but uh, pretty convenient that he happens to show up and a lot of members of the team got fouled out. Which, I don't know if that's actually a thing since I've never played sports. You can foul out in basketball. Not that. Oh. That the uh, second string doesn't get to go. Well, I mean, that seems kind of short-sighted, you know? Because, I mean... Because what if this actually does happen? Yeah, because I know you don't have that many players as your A-team. Yeah. I'm assuming you have maybe 10 players. And especially at this age group, I think everyone should at least get a little round in. See, that's your whole woke millennial bullcrap coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if if you're going to at least have a second string... If you think they shouldn't be playing at all, don't let them make the team. But mm. if they're good enough to make a second string, and that's your backups, and this happens, you need them, obviously. But if they're already there, I mean, I would I would give my A-team a little break, you know. They're the stars anyways. Point, 31 points ahead? You don't want to take a break. Yeah. Or, you know, give them a, a breather. I don't know how often you can bring people in or out of games. I don't know if there's a rule on that, but because I, no I have no idea about sports whatsoever. Yeah. I was never taken out. I was like, <laughs> no clue whatsoever. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it just seems like a bad idea not to bring backups is all I'm saying. Right. But, yeah, his whole family is super proud of Corey, as they should be. Yeah, six points. He, uh, Showed he came up and in. saved the day. Yeah, he actually was like not really. Not necessarily saved the day. But. Well, no, but, I mean, still he scored six points. That's got to be really good, right? Yeah, I never scored any points. Especially he said he he, he scored the, the six points in the last minute of the game. That is really good. So three shots in one minute somehow. <laughs> maybe they weren't even guarding him at that point. Like, this whole game screwed, so we're just going to... Yeah, maybe the other team just yeah. gave up. Maybe Cord just sucks. They were down 31. Yeah, yeah they were taking it easy on him. <laughs> they were talking about how good he performed in the clutch and stuff. And <laughs> See, I thought that it was like... The other team was ahead by 31, so mm-hmm. I thought he was actually doing really well under pressure. Turns out maybe he wasn't because there was no pressure. So yeah. I'm going to get rid of this note right here. <laughs> He's actively scribbling it up. Yeah. Just so he doesn't accidentally read it after saying that. <laughs> Which I don't know how he reads his notes in the first place because, boy, it's it's rough. Nonsense. <laughs> yeah, Amy and Alan tell Corey that they're super proud of him, and uh, no matter what – and that they hope that he'll talk to them the next time something bothers him or if he's upset or whatever. And Alan says, just uh, grab my face if you need to get my attention. <laughs> uh, did I miss anything? Anything you got to say here? 
No, um, the post credit scene. I thought we got a pretty good little Easter egg. Yeah, um, Corey's hanging out with his friends here. Yeah, talking about Feeney tearing up that road with that gremlin. Yeah, that, like uh, riding the curb, getting air on some. <laughs> yeah, talking about the trip where uh, Feeney had to take him to the game. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy fast driving skills. Like you wouldn't believe that Mr. Feeney would do yeah. this. They can't. They can't believe it. And neither would the friends. Yeah. But then Feeney shows up, and he's got driving gl- gloves on, sunglasses, and a fellow teacher. Yeah, the coach. That was the coach. Yeah. He's annoyed at uh, losing a race. He would have had you if it hadn't been for the light. <laughs> and Feeney said something witty, but I can't even remember it because I was thinking about, like, that's really funny that Feeney is such a crazy driver when he was actually the voice for Kit Yeah, on Knight Rider. Yeah. Little, little known fact, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, a little Easter egg there for some of you all not in the know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, we already kind of covered you like this episode. I did. More, you didn't. More than episode... Uh, 13. 13. No, I mean, didn't hate it, but don't love it. You know, it's just middle of the road for me, really. I got you. It didn't do anything for you. Nah. A few chuckles. That's about it. Not, not No major lesson, at least in my opinion. Right. I didn't take away a lot. Yeah. Okay. Not 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 a great storyline in general. I don't think. I thought it was good because we um we hadn't had this kind of story yet. Like a, a real middle child thing. Or? Yeah, yeah, we hadn't had that. Yet. Well, I remember he mentioned it at least that one episode where he was uh, fumbling around with that video camera, talking about the plight of the middle child. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, never mind. Then. This this episode sucks. <laughs> What'd you learn this week? What I learned this week uh, that Feeney is a. Uh, just sick behind the wheel. That's all I know. Um, I learned that maybe sports teams don't bring their second-string players to away games. I don't know if that's just storytelling on TV or real life. I think it's just a plot device, really. And I learned that... Jeez, uh, what did I learn? Like I, I didn't get much from this. Always have a backup. Mm. That's what you learned. Okay. Thanks for being my backup today. No problem. <laughs> I'll be your right fielder any day, Stephen. Uh, do you have any other uh, discussion points? That's it, man. I got it. All right. I got one question for us today. Shoot. It's uh, kind of about, uh, kind of encompasses the entire show, really. Okay. Who's even this though, from? Even though we haven't covered it yet, but uh, I don't think it really matters. You've seen enough of the show to... Kind of, kind of get it. I think. Okay. It's from our friends over at Cinematically Correct, and you can follow them on Twitter at Cinematically C. And they ask, does the fact that they have Mr. Feeney as a teacher from middle school through college bother you, or do you find it an endearing part of the show? Oh my God, that happens. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Um, now that I know about it. <laughs> Pretty freaking cool. <laughs> Don't see any negatives. Uh, realistically, it's a little far-fetched. But would you not really know that? Hmm. I, okay. Yeah, off mic. But um, I'm assuming that they don't. I like don't know. It. I don't know how they feel. I, that's well, the, all the words I got. Okay. Because <laughs> I would I would assume if you're even asking that question, you must have conflicting thoughts about this. But um, I think I, I like it personally. Yeah, I think I like it personally. Mm-hmm. You think you like it? Well, I know I do. Okay. But what do you think? I mean, obviously, like you said, it's incredibly far-fetched and would never happen. Do you think that maybe the, uh, what was that guy's name? He was the English teacher or the motorcycle. 
Um, Mr. Turner. Do you think he was supposed to be the stand-in for Feeney after season one when they go off to high school and stuff? And he was going to be the teacher that takes over and they were just going to have a new teacher each time? Or No. Not at all? It's always going to be Feeney? Oh, yeah. Following it up? If it, if it wasn't in class, he would at least be there as a neighbor. Okay. You know, I think the entire thing, I mean, we kind of got to an Eric Feeney bond eventually, yeah. but the show is about Corey learning about life and that's kind of who he's learning it from. I mean, eventually it was more about, a little more about him learning from his friends and stuff like that as he grew, but Feeney's his teacher, you know? Right. And he always came to him for advice, things like that. But uh, as for this question, yeah, obviously it's uh, totally bullshit and would never happen yeah but do i um does it bother me no not at all i think it was a great part of the show and i think it was needed really yeah he's that uh i was gonna say he's that one constant but Corey has nothing but constants in this show yeah when you think about it like he has more things that stay constant with him than things that change even though he's always struggling with feeling left out or uh being different than everyone Well, I think that's just he can't see the forest for the trees. Hmm, perhaps. But no, I, I like that aspect of the show. I would have been very upset if Feeney ever was out of the picture. If he, if he wrecked his gremlin instead of Mr. Turner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wrecking his motorcycle. Uh, I love Feeney. Uh, yeah, it's far-fetched. But uh, in a way, it kind of made sense. Because, you know, in college, he showed up because he kind of quit uh, being a teacher and then he went back to college. That was like the excuse for him to be there. Oh, he was what actually going to school. Was to go to school, and then eventually oh. he was like, "All right, I should just be a teacher because yeah, got my whatever. PhD. I'm ready to." But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, never gonna happen in real life. Yeah. That's got to be a sweet gig, though. You but know, before Kentucky killed the pension for him and stuff. <laughs> uh no, it's it's back on. I think is it? Yeah, mm. I I just heard that the other day, like. They readjusted it, and it's almost back to how it was anyways. Oh, okay. So. Well, they were going to put them into, like, the retirement that the state does now, where, like, it's 401K with, like, a really nice match. But, but uh, yeah, um, I hope that was a good enough answer for you. Uh, thanks yeah. for the question. Anyone else wants to send any question about the show, about us, whatever the fuck, we'll answer anything. You can ask us over at Boar Meets World on Twitter or uh, Boar Meets World at gmail.com. You got to say something. Um, just a disclaimer, though. If you send us any cheeky questions trying to tear down the show, there is no guarantee that we will make a whole episode about you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not everyone gets an entire show dedicated yeah. to them. Only Cherry Butt <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes later, still talking about him. Um,. We got anything else for this episode? I feel. Do you think wa- uh, watching this episode was quick? And I feel like we got through this episode quick. We did. We're at forty-five right now. Oh, okay. Um, do you think you would get made fun of and heckled by kids if you were a teacher? Uh, I don't think I would expect anything less. No. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I feel like that is just a thing that is going to happen. Like nature of the game. Yeah. I mean, they don't want to be there. They're bored. I yeah. Mean, they they got to do something. Unless you're a minkus, I guess. But yeah. or if you're like a really awesome teacher and they love your class. Yeah, perhaps, but that is very few and far between. Oh, yeah. Especially at high school or public school level. I, I never, there was like, eh, in my lifetime, one one to two teachers I liked or really liked, you know. Yeah. 
Well, I um, I always tended to respect the ones that were passionate about what they were teaching, even if I didn't care about it. Mm-hmm. But the ones that would drone on or PowerPoints or, you know, just there to collect a check, like I showed them no respect. Yeah, there was definitely, at least in our school system, yeah, perhaps different I everywhere mean, else. When um, you when you take a psychology class and the teacher's answer to someone asking about people that are into masochism and stuff, and the response is, they're just weird. <laughs> really shows how deep your psych professors like <laughs> yeah. are into their material. Yeah, at least our, our uh, school system, I was going to say, is most of them just kind of was like, here's the thing, like, do it. You yeah. know, I've, heard, I've, heard I've heard it's gotten worse. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good for everyone. And these fuckers want their retirement. <laughs> Thank you all. See you next week.